This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Free Play Florida. It's an all-around electronic gaming event in Orlando, and it's November 11th, 12th, and 13th. There will be over 200 of your favorite arcade, pinball, and console games of all eras at Free Play Florida. And all weekend, there will be tournaments, contests, seminars, panels, vendors, and artists. And speaking of people being there, Johnny, who all is going to be there? We have the CEO and spokesperson of Sega, Nathan Barnett, as well as Gary Stern of Stern Pinball, the art designer and creator of Rampage, Brian Collin, video game historian Walter Day, the video game player of the century, and the star of the King of Kong movie, Billy Mitchell, as well as video game record holders, Richie Knuckles and Todd Rogers. And of course, the Happy, Happy Hour with, with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce. Deuce will be there live hosting events and panels. Let me tell you what, folks. In addition to over 100 pinball and 100 arcade machines, there'll be a console museum with all the classics you remember no matter when you grew up. Do you remember when? We do at Free Play Florida. Hello! Internets, my name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have my main man, my partner in crime, my captain on this wild ride in the podcast land, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Of course, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And of course, every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. bag of dicks john i didn't offer you a beer do you want one i would love a beer <laughs> okay there you we want go. a bud light or you want a natty light uh or budweiser i'm sorry i'll take a budweiser you got it brother there you go. what a rude host of us yeah <laughs> yeah we've got to like offer our got to offer our yeah. guests some uh we're, we were too busy getting gifts from from our good friend john which john yep. we'll just jump right into it Tell everybody why you're here, because I can't wait to tell them about the amazing thing you just gave us. Well, first, let me salute you all back. Yeah. Ah, there mm. we go, sir. I'm not going to be That's a, a, a first. Nice. That is <laughs> a first, actually. Being saluted back. Yeah, I like that. Episode 204. Yep. <laughs> it only <laughs> took 204 episodes for somebody right. to salute us exactly, back. Exactly, exactly. So, we're, uh, of course, we have... The awesome John Hex Carter, um, and you're from Screeching Screech Dragon Studios. Screech Dragon Studios, and of course, uh, you have this amazing Kickstarter that's coming on. And oh, I can you give us a little uh, details behind Screech Dragon? Uh, what you're doing here? So Screech Dragon Studios overall is a company about um, designing board games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have now two. Okay. With an actual publisher. Cool. Okay. And we decided to make our own project on our own. And the idea actually came from, it's called Loaded Dice. Okay. Basically, you take a pint glass, get the numbers 1 through 20 running down the side, so it it basically becomes a 20-sided dice. You fill it up with beer, and for a roll, you chug. Yeah. And wherever the liquid level ends after your chug, that is your quote-unquote roll. Yeah. Gotcha. But I also like what they're doing on the Kickstart, because they have other glasses besides a pint glass. Yeah. They've got a... D uh, four, they got a D six, they got a D eight. You pretty much got every yeah. single one of your your standard D and D 
dice that exactly. you need. Exactly. So like, as but they're we all like different to call sizes. it, the gamut of gaming goblets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that I like that. That's <laughs> nice. Because I like it. Because like, yeah. one's a shot glass. One's more like a, a rock glass. Like you have a whiskey in, and then there's yeah. Because the D four is like the shot glass. I yep, think. Yeah, D four is a shot glass. Yeah. Right. Just D6, to give people a home perspective, yeah. there. Yeah. The D six is a double shot glass. Right. Okay. The D eight is actually a beer tasting glass. Okay. Mm. Like a snifter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the cool. D ten is a tumbler. Yeah. And okay. the D twelve is an old fashioned. Yeah. What is the link to the Kickstarter? Let's get that out in the beginning. Uh, it's kickstarter.com slash screechdragon slash loaded hyphen dice, I think. Okay, we'll have it in the description. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's definitely you can also go oh, it's right here. Yeah, it's yeah. kickstarter.com forward slash uh, screechdragon forward slash loaded hyphen dice. Oh, man, from Almost, the memory. Yeah. You can also go to screechdragonstudios.com to learn more, but definitely go on there uh, because you're also partnered with uh, a gentleman named Matt Nicholson as well. Yep, Matt Nicholson is the artist of Screech Dragon Studio. So everything that's visual yeah. with a company, that's him. Okay. Awesome. Uh, we like to say that I'm the brains and he's the talent. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how far I'd go with that. that me. <laughs> well, him talented, yes, me brains. <laughs> so, what's your? Let's, let's get a little bit about your history, your background. I mean, or uh, are you? Were you big D and D RPG fan, or what was your background? Like, how did you get into forming this company? I mean, back in the day, I loved board games. Mm. Um, played classic board games. Of course, you have the Monopoly, the Clue, the yeah. Life, whatever. But sure. also had um, stuff like Key to the Kingdom. Okay. Which was an awesome Milton Bradley game that was kind of obscure. It's it was basically it's a game that folded out. Okay. And okay. so there were like different worlds that you could visit. There was a like a a whirlpool in the middle that you would okay. put a dude and then it would open up, not killing your dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Fireball Island, which is a classic, which mm -hmm. is this molded plastic island. Like it's actually sculpted out and it has little uh, marbles, red marbles for fireballs. Okay. And you would every time you rolled a one, you'd throw that throw a marble and hit someone. Oh wow! It was wow, okay. really fun. So yeah. all those kind of games kind of groomed me. It wasn't until senior year of high school that I first got introduced to uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and okay. I loved it. Yeah, I'll I tell you that stuff's like crack, man. Like, oh my it, gosh! As soon as you start, like you're just you got to keep playing and you want to play more. Definitely, and that's that really got my my. I I got the bug bit for yeah, yeah. Uh, for needing a narrative in my games. Sure. Yes. Um, and so we played a lot in high school. Not so much in college, sadly. But I found yeah. a guy who was really into the the new renaissance of, of board games. Like yeah. he had Catan, he had Ticket to Ride. Yeah. So I got to play all that stuff in college back before I knew it was like a rare thing back yeah. then. Um, and then I had a dream for a card game. This is a fast forward two years ago. Okay. And this card game basically is about time travel. Okay. But, but you're not a superhero, not a super scientist. You're a bunch of jerks on vacation. Okay. And you're just hopping around to different eras yeah. and just like looking for souvenirs and beating each other up, and pulling pranks on one another. And that is the first game we're working on called Time Trotters. Oh, okay. awesome. And that's going to be from your studio. Yep. Awesome. So. Uh, where that's the game that is legit working with a, a publisher. Oh, sweet. Uh, Matt has already finished the art for that. Oh, wow. So that that was the game that spawned Screech Dragon Studios. Awesome. It's a, and you have a, do you have a uh, ETA on the, the card game? Sometime next year. Okay, well, I'll have to have you back on uh, yeah, to promote it sure. again. Cause I would absolutely love that. That would be awesome because we love, uh, Deuce and I love board games. And, and, and you I'll tell you what, the card game thing is really picking up it is, lately. Because, yep. I mean, we... We've been playing a lot of uh, during the summer. We've got like a community group with our church, but 
we've been playing board games over the summer, but the ones that really pop with people have been the card ones. Like we play Bang, we play oh, Munchkin, nice. and like just some of the ones that are seem to be less about a board and more about cards. And right. for some people, for some reason, it clicked better with our group than say like board games do. And I, I think a part of that is that um, card games are a little more accessible. They're yeah. not as intimidating. Like you no, see they aren't. this massive board, you're like. How much am I going to have to invest yeah. to figure this out? But cards are like, oh, okay, I can see everything here. Yeah, right. This is literally the whole game. Okay, I can figure yeah. this out. Because we d- we did that. We did Secret Hitler too, which is actually <laughs> really good. Yeah. I love Secret Hitler. Yeah, that was a great game. And <laughs> yeah. it was like, really, community group? We're playing a game called Secret Hitler? All right, uh, tell me about this. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we dug it. But I-, I agree with you because when you see a game like a Ticket to Ride or a Settlers of Catan, it looks complicated as all hell. Well, and even like, if it is simple, yeah. it still l- looks intimidating. Well, the, yeah. the, the nice thing about some of these card games is, like you said, it's uh, easy to pick up. Sometimes, you know, it could take you a while to master them, too, which oh, it gives you that learning curve. Even something as simple as Wood Knight Ultimate Werewolf, where you're you're sitting there and you're trying to, like, figure out, okay, who is who's a werewolf? Who yeah. are the people who are with him? Uh, and you know it's more of like a heads up seven up kind of like a, a cool like <laughs> yeah. a re, re you know reinvigoration of that. And it's like you know what what's going on with this you know. And also it's it's cool to play games like uh, Code Names is another great yeah. game uh, that that really got that really picked up that my wife and I really love to play. Uh, and it's it speaks to a lot of different people and it's so variant. You know you know, you can play a game like Uno. You play Uno. Uno has been a classic for years. And then there's Phase Ten, which is like a souped-up version of Uno. And then you have uh, another—I forget other games, but the same company. But there's other other editions as well. And then of course you have Settlers of Catan and all that, and Ticket to Ride and the different things that you know those type of games. Uh, Hungry Dra- or Red Dragon Inn is another really cool yeah. game. Uh, you can also get super silly, like Cards Against Humanity is really popular yeah. in that world. Apples to Apples, you know, just different yeah. things that, you know, kind of have a community that's really grown a lot, you know, in the last, I'd say, last five to ten years. And so it's really kind of interesting to see where that, you know, the gaming, the board games have really yeah. broadened, you know. Over and that it's kind of huge because now, yeah. like, one of the things is, like, when we'll have, like, parties where it's people coming over just to drink and hang out, like, somebody will bring over Cards Against Humanity and everybody will, like, sit down and play it because it's a fun drinking game. Yeah. Like, you know, but I, I almost call those, like, the gateway drugs, if you will, to bigger games <laughs> yep. because right. it's like, you're like, this is sure. really fun. I want to try something else, and then you can get to something a little bit more complicated. Right. They're incredibly accessible, and that allows people to go, oh, okay, this isn't intimidating. This doesn't have to be intimidating. This can be fun. I'm willing to give something else a shot. Right. And board games, and also it it changes the way you look at board games and card games. They're not just for kids anymore. You know what I mean? Like adults, there's a whole world just for adults. Like Cards Against Humanity, for example, is a essentially an adult version of Apples to Apples, if right, you want yeah. to look at it that way. So they took that formula and just made it like, you you know, unless you have re- really, really, you know, cool kids that are, are going to be very not not affected yeah. by it, you can't really play Cards Against <laughs> Humanity with a room full of kids. No, but I mean, it's it's so interesting that kind of what makes it the gateway, because I'll give a shout out to our good buddy Ori from uh, King of the Nerds, when he was down for... Uh, Megacon, and he right. stayed at the house with all the other King of the Nerds people. He brought a game, and I want to say it wasn't called House on the Haunted Hill, but it was something about- Betrayal at House on the yes. Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that game blew my brain hole. Because I, I was love like, that game so much. The, yeah. Have you played it? I haven't. I uh, saw you guys playing uh, it, though. The, the short version of it, it's basically they figured out a way to make a board game of Cabin in the Woods without getting their ball suit off. Yeah. Because well, that's exactly actually, what it is. It predates. 
Does it really? Oh, yeah. Like, way predates? Like, at least five years. Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Huh. Well, it, but it, it, that's exactly it's premise, the format. Similar you premise, go in this yeah. house, and then randomly stuff will happen. Well, it's so. it's more than that, because yeah. it's, it's one of you... All along was the betrayer. Right. Like, that's the story. And I love that right. narrative. That right. And you don't know when you start right. the game who it is. So, like, you might just, you're playing and then it's like, oh, by the way, you're the betrayer. And it's like, oh, crap. Like, I didn't know I was going to be the betrayer. Right. And now you've got to figure out what to do next. And the funny story with that, with my family, um, <laughs> I got it because I thought my wife would dig it. She yeah. dug it. Unfortunately, the first seven times we played... She was the betrayer. Oh no! Really? And Which she was so super sick random. Of it. Yeah. No, yeah, because it was totally stuff like, yeah. uh, and it, it's always de- it's like it was half the time she was the one who triggered the betrayal, and other right. times it's like whoever's character is the youngest. She's like, oh shit. Oh, can I swear? No, yeah, oh yeah. Swear we're not, we're not oh, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like she just she just got fed up with it. And finally, we played a game where she wasn't the betrayer, and, and she did was so start digging it more. I mean, she she was digging it, but it was yeah. also it was just frustrating. Oh yeah, to always be the betrayer. Oh yeah, yeah. It is always like the, you know most a lot of games have like the uh, you know the learning curve to them, you know, and you have to kind of figure the learning curve out. And once you figure that out, that's why I, whenever I play a card game, a board game, I always like to do like a practice round just yeah. to kind of see what I was like to just, or sometimes I won't even play. I'll just kind of watch the first game just so I can kind of observe like how everything's going and and whatnot. Um, and for me, it's like, so for example, like what in, in your, in the loaded dice kind of thing, for example, like we, we both, uh, do say are holding a, a D20 and D20 is obviously the maximum amounts of alcohol you could put in here. Uh, right. So like this, give people an example there. So like what, what people, for example, how would people use, uh, how for like a D20 at home? Like what, when people get one of, one of your loaded dice, like how would they use it? They'd use it in a D and D situation. They'd use it in well, any game, that any you sort right. of game. Any game, game like on. we were yeah. joking about the idea of using two of the D6 double shots mm-hmm. in a game of Monopoly. Oh you wow! Could. <laughs> you could, you could, yeah. yeah. And then it's like you're trying not to drink the whole thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Because then you'll get doubles. Like, oh fuck, I have to roll again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so you can actually, use it. Yeah. You, so you can adapt the loaded dice to anything, to any game, which is really yeah. neat. So anything right, that's that, the intent. Yeah, that's the whole idea is that you can, and also just you know, it adds a little more fun, a little, yeah, uh, it just add a little extra juice up. in there, a little but, sauce. See, here's the thing, because you brought up a point that I want to ask you, because with the cups. You didn't randomize the numbers. Right. And this is something that someone has brought up where it's okay. like, okay, part of the point of a dice yeah. is that it's random. Exactly. This actually turns the rolling of a dice into a skill. Right. Yeah. So you have to be well, able- It's not to- much of a skill. I can pound a beer and now I've got a 20. So. Well, the, yeah, once- but, yeah. like, the whole idea is... He doesn't <laughs> listen to this show, does he? Well, okay, okay. So the idea is, like, at that point, it, the like, a game of Dungeons & Dragons yeah. or whatever is now a marathon. Yeah. Like, the, the normal person, they might have 120 in them. Yeah. They have to choose it wisely. Well, I'm not going to lie, because <laughs> I thought about it put, myself. Not yeah. everyone is a deuce. Where but they I can... was thinking, I was like, you know, for if it's not super important, I could do it regular. But if it's, like, initiative and I know I need to win it... I can pound it out. Or if I know, like, I need that critical hit, I can pound it out. Which, that's my only, this is my hard-hitting question for you. It's the only one I got, so I'll take my silver bullet out now. (laughs) Are you worried at all about any kind of 
flack because people get loaded and then come after you guys. Yes. Uh, well, we're not we're not worried. We are putting out there disclaimers. Yeah. We do have right. our slogan is roll responsibly. Which well, like. well <laughs> uh, Budweiser puts out drink responsibly, and they put giant ads on the pack of tobacco saying you'll get cancer, and those guys get sued all right. the time. Right. So I was just thinking in my head earlier when I was doing my pre-show stuff, I was like, I, I wonder if they had a contingency plan or they had thought about that this maybe is, somebody. That is something that we've, but I mean, yeah. like people don't, yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, well, <laughs> you're like you're well, like on a scale well, one to ten, it's more like a two. <laughs> I, well, let me just say this honestly. When I first saw it, I thought it's just really cool collectible glasses. Like yeah, you don't even have I'm to a use pint them. glass collector, right. so I wanted one just to have it like on my shelf with all my other pint glasses. Right, and that's also the primary reason why for the first run, yeah. we wanted the one through twenty. Yeah, right. we wanted that elegance and that accessibility of. Right. Yeah. I understand this. Yeah. Instead of going, why are the numbers out of order? I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. And then you have to get it explained. Meanwhile, the more initiated would go, oh, I get it. It's randomized, so now it's like a dice. Yeah. And so that that might be something. Maybe like you're saying, like batch two or batch three, right. you might want to do random ones because I can tell you right now they're awesome. And I mean, if they're, they're, they're really really nice buy like three cases of these, they're just right. dropping the fucking well, ball. Well, we actually the the. The video? Oh, you shot at Cloak and Blaster. Clo- shot right. at Clo- Cloak and Blaster. So right. they'll be picking up. They'll be receiving a complimentary full set. Right. Nice. And thanks for, for letting us film it. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Well, now, like I said, like you said, there's people out there that collect glasses and they collect uh, shot glasses and all that. And I think it'd be really cool. You yeah. A, you get the people that, you know, you don't know what to buy for sometimes. You're like, hey, but they love to drink. And this yeah. is a really cool collectible thing. Yeah. They could put it on the shelf or their mantle. And then if they want to have, like, an awesome variation of, Whatever you yeah, want to play, like you could throw it in there. Like imagine even a, even a, even using this with magic. Like yeah. every time you have to do, uh, turn mana, you have to you have to take two or, or every something. Every time you lose a hit point, you have yeah, to take you have to a take sip. a drink. Yeah. Like that'd be really yeah. really cool too. So, so I mean, like there's a lot of there's a lot of cool ways. variations. The only thing is when you gain your mana back, how does that work? You got to pour more beer into <laughs> it. <laughs> you can't spit it back up. You so, can't. Yeah, that's true. But uh, no, it's really interesting because we have uh, my, our friend Marcus uh, yeah. Cleveland. Um, we have like a, a group we get together and we play some games, um, some um, RPGs, uh, paper, t- paper, tabletop RPGs, right. and that require rolls. And some require D6s, some require D4s, yeah. and et cetera. It depends so on the game. And it also on it depends on what you're rolling for. Exactly. Because, I mean, hell, it takes like 13 different dice to play D&D. Like, there's, yeah. you know, a bunch of them. So. Exactly. Right. So that, that'd be really cool to, like, get something – you know he listens to every episode, so yeah. I have to surprise him in some way. But uh, <laughs> like, but it'd be someone for like him that does play a lot of tabletop games. Like yeah. he could use that, you know, get him a especially if he, you know what type of games he's playing a lot. You could like, yeah. all right, get a couple of shot glasses, get a couple of this. Yeah. Like, how's that going to work for for? Okay, once the Kickstarter is met and and all the goal is met and the met and everything like that. Like, how how are you going to? Uh, how are wholesale. these wholesale them? I guess, or how are people going to get a hold of them? Like, well, the current plan. <clears throat> Is to have Amazon do fulfillment. Oh, okay, cool. And so, but they'll mail it out to everyone okay. per purchase. Today. Yeah, right. And so it'll already be in their warehouses when we send it to them. And the idea yeah. is all of them, all of the because part of the Kickstarter we have yeah. our goal is so not only are we um, getting glasses for everyone who backs, but also we have leftovers right. to sell and start a business out of okay. this. And so the idea is currently have amazon do fulfillment for that and sell it through amazon okay so once like you said if you guys meet your kickstarter goal everybody who kickstarts is going to get it which guys you got to check it out they got some cool packages they do i think it was 
if you got five of them, it was 50 bucks. If you got five of the pint glasses. Five pint glasses is Joe's D100 Challenge. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that one was 50 bucks, which I looked at because yeah. I thought that was cool. And then the one you already talked about. The Adventures were, Pack is yeah. also 50 bucks. Yeah, and that's for, every single glass. For 12 bucks, you'll get the pint glass. Yeah. And for 20, you'll get the pint glass and one of any others that you want. Yeah. Right. Including a second pint glass. Yeah, which is a hell of a deal because you're saving Right. What, four bucks right there? Mm-hmm. If you just go ahead and get two. Well, MSRP for the pint glass is actually going to be closer to, I think, 17. Oh, wow. So um, it's 12 on the Kickstarter right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you get it on the Kickstarter now, it's a good way to get on the bottom floor of this and get them at a cheaper price because once you MSRP them and you send them to Amazon, you're probably yeah. going to have to change your price. And also, around. the thing, and they might even change over time, too. So you're getting like the limited, the first editions, if you will. Yeah. So that, you're you getting know. the first batch one. Right. I mean, heck, he was nice enough to bring in mm-hmm. for us because I'm. You can leave yours in the studio. I'm taking mine home. But uh, <laughs> but uh, we got actual prototype glasses, right. which is really cool. Which is so really well, these are actually full-on demos. These are actually from the printer. So oh, wow. These oh, awesome. Are, uh, these are demos from the printer. We had five prototypes that oh, were wow. all sandblasted. Oh, wow. So those were clear. They didn't have color on them. Oh, gotcha. okay. Um, those are we we gave one away to Forbes, mm-hmm. and Forbes.com actually wrote about us today. Oh, oh wow. awesome! Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, because I, I was going to ask you this is because once you get it on, you know, once Kickstarter is met, do you guys have stretch goals after that? We do. Okay, D- are they on the Kickstarter page or is they some- are not on the Kickstarter? page Do you have page any yet. ideas of what the uh, stretch goals are for those? We'll see. Or you want to keep it under alleged? You want to keep it under wraps? You want to keep it under wraps? You can. So there is an individual who I work with who mm-hmm. uh, he works. Uh, he runs a company called Coalition Game Studios, and what they do is basically professional game testing for games out there. Okay. Uh, and now he's board games, video board games, games, board games. Okay. And he's really good at designing games. Okay. He asked if he could make an adventure module for D and D three point five, okay. specifically geared towards the loaded, loaded dice. dice. Yeah. So the first stretch goal is going to be that that everyone nice. would get a free digital copy of that. Adventure that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. And that's something that's fun. And plus, it really goes together hand in hand because I mean, yep. that you can use it for any game. Don't get me wrong, but right. went, as soon as I saw him, my head went straight to D and D. I was like, <laughs> "This is going to make D and D night a lot more fun now exactly. that we've got these." So, so we're we want we, he's going to do one. Matt and I are talking about doing one. If we get get hit enough stretch goals, then we'll have enough adventure modules that we can actually like find it, right? And then give everyone a free physical like a copy, cool. book yeah. or a, a manual. Yeah. Well, first, uh, first, uh, the first goal is just like three modules, and then yeah. we'll put it together like a comic book. It will sure. still be like yeah. adventure module, right. but. And Matt will do old school D and D style art. Yeah, nice. To companion cool. all the modules. Yeah. So yeah, how long? Let's awesome. talk about Matt real quick. Like, how long have you known Matt? Like, how did you guys get together? <laughs> uh, so Matt. So I used to be on a podcast called Nerdy Show. Okay. And Matt uh, was knew of me before I really knew of him. He was a fan of Nerdy Show. What is the Nerdy Show? Let's rewind a little bit. So Nerdy Show is a podcast out of Orlando that is just about everything under the geeky spectrum of the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So anything that's nerdy, they cover it. And that's the one that's out of the geek easy, right? Used to be, yes. Okay. Okay. They, they had the strong connection with the comic shop. It's still a strong partnership. Okay. Uh, they also did a podcast for the longest time. They're still going on called Dungeons and Doritos. Okay. 
which is uh, it's a tabletop role-playing podcast, kind of like a radio drama that we started back in 2009. Oh, wow. And in that, uh, I am the Goliath Shaman VMAC. Hello, <laughs> I am VMAC. <laughs> oh, so wow. it's almost kind of cool. like uh, what like Dan Harmon did with Harmontown and doing right. like, the live-action awesome. D&D and turn it into a podcast. That's cool. And one of the earliest episodes was uh, The Adventure of the Erotic Pangolin, a title that was... D- Decided by fans, okay. and Matt actually provided art, fan art of oh, what wow. the erotic pangolin would look like, much to our chagrin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we teamed up with another group of guys who are amazing, called and they do a podcast called Ghostbusters Resurrection, okay. where they took this old 1980s Ghostbusters RPG, RPG which was by. T- not TSR. It was by the ones that did Star Wars, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, uh, T not TW. It's got a T in there. It's letters, but it's the it's the ones that did uh, the, the original Star dice. Wars. Yeah. yeah. So that that actually was a really good game. It was, yeah. and so what they did was they even modernized it by going through all the other media, all the comics, right, right. all the video games, and modernized it. Made new item cards. Yeah, that's awesome. Got rid of stuff like the self, like the the car phone. Because yeah. who the fuck needs a car phone nowadays? Right. Yeah. That's no yeah. longer an item right. slot. Yeah. Uh, and instead, they were able to like upload. They they spent time and uploaded Tobin's spirit guide to an, a phone app. Oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. That's, awesome. that's cool. Yeah. Um, in in game, it's not real, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. But right. Uh, so they started doing that, and we're like, "This is amazing. Let's team yeah. up." And Matt started doing art for them. Yeah. For all Which of the their art on that art. podcast is phenomenal because I've actually seen them in our podcast passings, and like all the artwork on the episodes looks good. I haven't listened to it all myself. All the but, art, I mean, the art looks phenomenal. All the art is Matt. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good stuff. And so I was going to be, so I, I started fishing around for artists for Time Trotters. Right. He volunteered, and I'm, the idea originally was I wanted a different artist for all the different eras. Sure. Okay. And then Matt's like, no, I'm greedy. Yeah. <laughs> I want this whole game to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it is mine. I have mind. to pay five different people now. So. Right. Yep. And so exactly. we just got, we re, we. Really hit it off. We were surprised yeah. at how well we worked together. Sure. Yeah. And now, two years later, we're still like, "How do I not hate you yet?" Yeah. <laughs> no, is he is he local or is he Richmond, based? Virginia? Okay, so he's wow. not even in. Yeah. in We've the state never of met in person. Wow, that's yeah. that's awesome. So it's though. all you do all your business and stuff over like Skype. Yep. And Google Hangouts. We have weekly like Skype meetings. Okay. We're chatting on that's Facebook amazing. Messenger that's every awesome. day. What's well, really how. I think since I've done the podcast, I've figured out how much smaller the world is now with the internet. Yeah. Because we do a lot of interviews all the time with cosplayers and celebrities and different people, wrestlers. Right. Um, and we have to do them on Skype because they live in all these different places. But it's just so interesting how, with all this technology, how much smaller everything's yeah. kind of become, if that makes any sense. Perfectly. It yeah. does. Um, yeah, no, like we're able to found a business together. Yeah. Without ever being in the same room together. That's amazing. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, it really expands. It's really a, a expansion of AIM, really, if you think about it. Because, yeah. you know, America Online Instant Messenger, like that was like the jam back in the day. Yeah. And like you can meet people on there and talk and chat. Now it's like Skype and Google Hangout have really made you. Like when you get to actually see somebody, it adds a whole it, different yeah, uh, whole element there. Layer. Yeah, yeah a whole another layer to it. And you can actually, like, people. I know people that date through that way. Like they 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 uh, meet each other 
every once every couple months, but they talk to each other on Skype and like it's just really fascinating to see how that's like blossomed and made you know relationships are formed that way and friendships and all that. So, uh, and uh, Deuce said earlier, you know, we've had interviews and guests and stuff that we or friends of ours that moved out of the state and now we talk to them through Skype and stuff. So it's really, really, really fascinating to kind of see you know, um, with technology, how much that's changed and how much hasn't, you know, embraced. And I think it's cool too, with what you guys are doing with the loaded dice, because you're taking something that you're combining two loves together. You're combining the love of drinking yeah. and you're combining the love of the that games. RPG yeah. of the games and you're combining it together. Cause I mean, I don't know how many polls or tests you've done, but like there's a lot of people drink when they play RPGs. Right. Yeah, so right. it makes sense. There's yeah. a lot there's a lot there. <laughs> like yeah. we fi- we figured it like yeah. we're both gamers ourselves when we yeah. can and when we do we're we're usually drinking something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to we're going to take a small break and we'll be right back with John Hex Carter of Screech Dragon Studios. We'll be right back. <laughs> This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This is John Hex Carter of Screech Dragon Studios, and you're listening to The Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Awesome. That was really good, man. Thank yeah. you. So, of course, uh, we've got, <laughs> I mean, he, told, he, he just said who he was and what he's doing, and we, you know, we're really, really happy to have you on. And, and uh, Deuce and I have been playing RPGs forever. I mean, get yeah. a little bit of history about, uh, Deuce and I have known each other for 20 years. Um, oh, wow. And... We've never actually played RPGs like in the, together. Uh, together, though. Yeah. Like we've done it because separately. Because somebody keeps forgetting my invite to your RPG group, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I need to. We need to. We need to form one. But it's so funny. Separately, like we've known each other for twenty years, yeah. but like separately, we've done different RPGs and we played Magic and different yeah. things like and that. Tabletop games. Like yeah. I'm a big like tabletop like Warhammer 40k and nice. historical miniature gamer. Yeah. Like I love like any type of tabletop miniature game. Yeah. Like, strategy game. Really, really Those cool. Those are my jam. Yeah. So, um, so it's it's interesting to kind of see how you know loaded dice kind of like brings because I mean we're called the happy hour, so yeah. obviously <laughs> this rings true to us, and yeah. we love RPGs. So it's kind of like when we saw that we we're like, let's give a big shout out to our friend Brandon. Yeah, we got to give a big shout out to Brandon Spector uh, in the Retro Spectrum uh, because he was the one who kind of like got all this together because he hit me up and he was like, hey, you need to have this guy on and. I trust Brandon, so I was like, "All right, man." Yeah, <laughs> if you he, say he, so, he gave you a full recommendation yeah. to come on our show. We we're like, "Hey, if Brandon says you're good, we're gonna you're have you." I'm on a big fan so. of Brandon. We, yeah. we've been friends for a while. He's so a good I dude. I actually good reached piece. out to him first. I'm like, "Hey, do you know anyone I could talk to about?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, 
I need to connect you guys to yeah. the happy yeah. hour. Yeah, you yeah, he's a really good yeah. dude, and and we love. We, and that's, that's the thing that we with the happy hour is we love to support local artists, lo- local businesses, and uh, like a lot of the artwork that you see up here is all local. It's yeah. people we've had on the show, and we yeah. we we have we've had artists, we've had writers, we've had you know cosplayers. Uh, game board designers, you know, game designers, and and all that. So we've had different people on, and to kind of we like to lift up, lift them up, and and to sh- put them on a on a platform that they can talk about what they what they're doing, what they love, yeah, and what their projects and are. what their projects are, and also just to to feel hum- comfortable, you know, because Deuce and I are literally this is us, you know, two guys just <laughs> on the couch, yeah, just hanging what we're out, do this drinking anyway. beer. We just recorded it, so they let us write the beer off on our tax. Exactly. Oh. So there you go. But uh, this is, I mean, we we never. Like we never have like a front we put up. This is who we are, right? You know? So uh, two hundred plus episodes later, I mean, we're still keeping this this yeah, train rolling. So it's been a lot of fun. And yeah. well, and gentlemen, here's for at least yeah. two hundred more. Yes, cheers, yeah. sir. Cheers, cheers, cheers. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, so when it comes to the loaded diets, yes, th- the future. Like now, that you guys will once you guys get the the, uh, the Kickstarter met the goal and you have your stretch goals. Now, what is the future when it comes to the whole Amazon thing? Because you said that you yeah, guys like have, how does that work? Like, like how does that actually yeah. work? Because I haven't uh, talked to anyone about how. Okay, that so works. if we're gonna, how nitty gritty do you want me to get into? Uh, we got an hour to kill. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, just like Amazon has a lot of different little facets. Like it okay. has Amazon Web Services, where yeah, which sure. is secluded for building all the websites. Sure. It has Create Space, where okay. you can self-publish books, and I've actually published oh, a book awesome. through yeah. them that way. Oh, that's cool. And then they have Amazon Seller. Now, okay. Amazon Seller is how you sell items on Amazon. So do you basically, like, say you're the seller, right? Right. We'll say Screech Dragon Studios is the seller. Correct. You send them the cups... And then they <coughs> sell it on their website, mail it out, do all that, and then they send you your cut of the profits? Or how does sort that work? of. Okay. So you can either. I could either do it all out of my own house. I right. could do all the fulfillment where yeah. all I'm using Amazon for is a storefront to sell my items. Right. right. So I don't have to worry about building all that logic. Yeah. Uh, and then I would be doing fulfillment myself. I would store it at my own house. Yeah. I would mail everything out individually. Sure. I could yeah. do that. Yeah. They also have Amazon fulfillment services, okay. where they have warehouses all over the world. Yeah. And so well, we've got one here in Polk County, a big exactly. one. Uh, one of our buddies works right. there. So you can have an account with Amazon uh, fulfillment services in America, and then you sell, you send all of your goods to wherever product, they say the product. And then they store it there, and then they sell stuff out. That's you can awesome. also sell, like, send stuff to a Canadian storage facility or a Brazilian um, or anywhere. The big ones are Canada, Australia, and Europe. Really? Oh wow! There's also other ones in South yeah, America, but, but those the big are like ones, the big ones. Right, at least, I'm more talking in re- in in reference to board game. That's where okay, I've done okay, most sure. of research. Okay, yeah. There's pro- they probably have them all over the world, yeah, but yeah, the big sure. ones I know about are. Or Canada, Canada, Europe, or and uh, Australia. Australia. So you would have to have separate Amazon uh, seller for accounts each for each region. Okay. Sure, that makes sense. And then once you're ready to move your product, 
you would sm- you would have it shipped separately to all the different fulfillment centers. Okay. That way, you don't have to par- pay tariffs for each one that gets moved in. Right. Oh, I see what you're, you're only shipping it once and paying for that income once. Once. Okay, that makes and sense. And then when it ships to all the individual places, it's just doing it from the fulfillment center. Oh, yeah. well, that makes things a little. So bit. you only get the tariff tax at one time when it comes. That's in, what you're going for. Yes. Right. right. That makes more sense. Now that's easy. one way to do it. Another yeah. right. that I just found out about is called Black Box. Okay. And it's a new fulfillment uh, service by the same people that do Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Oh, okay. So they're looking to basically be the handle that whole layer I just explained, mm-hmm. and then I won't have to worry about that. So All basically, I, you send it to them, and they're like, if we've got to ship it to New Zealand or whatever. We'll I don't care. care. Yeah. They handle it all. Right. That's the service there. Now, do they get a bigger cut then? Probably. I and honestly, think, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, as long as my check clears, I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. No, that's the thing. And so uh, they're not handling sale. They're only yeah. handling fulfillment at that point. Right. Okay. So you still have to have a website where you're doing sales from. So you got to have like a loaddice.com or whatever where right. people can go and order it and then you just tell them. So I, I guess my question is to pull back the curtain a little bit. What is your game plan going forward with fulfillment? Because Kickstarter, you already know you're going to have to. It's a box proof of concept. And yeah, it's the way and to you're going to have to mail those out yourself. So it's right. like if I right. buy the, I don't have to mail those out myself. Oh, really? For <laughs> Kickstarter, I could still send all those to Amazon and then let Amazon do it. They have what they call multi-channel fulfillment. Okay. Wow. So multi-channel fulfillment. The whole idea is a channel is a storefront. So that storefront could be me. It could be Kickstarter. It could be Amazon. Okay. Sure. So by having the multi-channels, it doesn't matter who sells it. They're still s- moving it. Yeah, they're ah, still like gotcha. holding the product for you <clears throat> and the, then shipping it. Right. So I can go, hey, yeah. I just sold 15 of these, and yeah. I give them that information, and then they do the movement. They facilitate yeah. it. Right. Right. Okay. Which that so that's why I really want to yeah. sever that, that like selling yeah. and right. shipping are different. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So I, I guess my question is, what are you going to do? Am I going to have to like go to Amazon.com and then look up uh, loaded dice and then order them off of there? Or am I going to – like once Kickstarter is done, how am I going to have to order these if I want more? If you want more, what I'd like to do, hopefully, my goal, my goal – Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. The the sky goal, star, yeah. shoot for the Pie stars. Pie in the sky, yeah. Pie in the sky goal is that we make so much money that I'm – and there's so much demand – yeah. Then I'm able to quit the day job and do this per- full time. Okay. If I can do that, uh, my day job is web development. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. I would just make a e-commerce site on ScrooogeDragonStudios.com. Sweet. And then have you order from there, and then have Amazon fulfill it. So then you're just having to send the orders to Amazon, and Amazon's mailing them out. Right. And then occasionally awesome. you'd have to I I just talk t- to the printer and tell the printer to print more and send, and them, send them over to Amazon. Right. That I think is the most baller ass way to go. That's cool. Because then you don't have to do anything. You, you know what's say, funny? Hey. I, I always felt like uh, when we when we do these shows, we learn something every time, dude. I this is br- this like shit. I didn't know any this of this stuff awesome. either, so this is really really neat yeah. to kind of learn. Well, I want to ask him about that email yeah. thing too because yeah. you were saying something about emails when we started the show. Oh, Project Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So what Project Wonderful is an interesting site. You guys might be interested in both sides of it, but Project Wonderful is a way to. And I'm, I'm I don't know why this totally turned into an e-commerce. Like, here's how you do business online. But I'm totally. Uh, we're a conversational exactly podcast. Why it is. My so. biggest thing is I love sitting under the learning yeah. tree. So I gotcha. if somebody knows something that I don't know and they're here and I can ask, I'm going to sit here wide-eyed and listen just gotcha. because 
my thing is it, whenever you meet somebody that knows something you don't know if you don't take the time mm-hmm. or the advantage to learn that information you're shooting yourself and, and in I the think foot. our listeners yeah. find it interesting too because we we, 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 we we talk about different types of you know mediums and art forms and just people doing different types of things and I, I think this is for me I've learned something new already well, and trust me guys audience at home I'll pepper in some dick and fart jokes like normal so <laughs> I mean, you'll get a laugh or two so yeah. so project wonderful what it is it's a way to manage um, selling ads and buying ads okay so uh, let's take a site do you know the com- webcomic questionable content yes mm-hmm. so yeah. questionable content has an account as a publisher Okay. on Project Wonderful. And what they do is they go, okay, I have a leaderboard uh, ad okay. and a skyscraper ad and a square ad that are all for bidding. Okay. okay. And so I, as an advertiser, can go, oh, I see that they have space for me to advertise. On their website. On their website. Okay. And I go through Project Wonderful and it goes, okay, I see that no one is currently bidding on that. Okay. So I will say I would like that for 50 cents a day. Okay. Okay. And then someone goes, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Questionable content, that is worth so much more than 50 cents a day. I'll pay a dollar a day. Okay. Okay. And then it just spirals from there based off of how the metrics... Month? How long are you buying it for? Or just for the... For, well, okay, so that depends from client to client okay. and from ad to ad. Sure. Okay. So I'm saying that I am bidding on that ad... Okay. Right now, okay. as long as no one beats that my price, my my ad is what's being shown on that website. Okay, That's but how cool. lo- how long of a window do you've got? Like until until either a someone outbids me, okay, or b I tell it to stop, and that can either be when I run out of money because right, you have to right. preload money for Project sure. Wonderful, right, right, right. sure, or um, when I say I don't want to pay more than ten dollars. Okay. So once you put poured ten dollars into this, stop. Or just a, an actual time window of I only want this for a week. Yeah, but I, I guess the question I'm trying to ask is, you said, what's the website we're using as an example? Questionable content? Or? Yes. Yeah. Okay, questionable content. I say, okay, I want to get happy hour with Johnny and Deuce an ad. Right. And I'll pay fifty cents for it. Right. I pay fifty cents. Well, what if the guy says I'm going to pay a dollar for it, and that happens thirty seconds later? Does that mean they only saw my ad for thirty seconds? Yes, but you're not paying the full fifty cents. What do you mean? It's saying that you're willing to pay 50 cents a day. Okay. So it breaks into... So they would take like a penny or something because yes. it was only 30 seconds. Exactly. It was up. Uh, see, I... <clears throat> okay. Now, and here's what you do. So I say... Um, so I say that you're bidding 50 cents. And okay. I'm like, I'm going to outbid you. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. do a dollar. It doesn't yeah. immediately right. jump to a dollar. Right. It goes, now I'm paying 60 cents. Okay. But I have a max of yeah. one dollar. Right. So people can try to outbid me. And they can go. I'll pay eighty cents. I'll pay ninety cents. But once someone goes, yeah. I'll pay a buck ten. Yeah, that's when I'm outbid. But every time they bid, yeah. my the amount I'm paying goes up. I mean, yeah. well, it's like the eBay thing in, in, in <clears throat> a way. It is, but it's. L- let me throw my two cents in, and then you guys can add in. My thing is this: as as one of the guys that you know does a lot of the social networking stuff and does a lot of the financial backing stuff, I would rather say I'm going to pay you. $2 a day and know it's going to be up every day for a month then have to play this game of was my ad up for 30 seconds or was it up all day or was it up, you know, does that make any right. sense? Right, no, no, perfectly. Yeah. And there are some websites that 
Um, they do that. They handle yeah. it. Like I'm working with the Spiel, which is an awesome board game podcast, and I paid X number of dollars yeah. to be a sponsor for the month. So I permanently have an ad on their site for a month. Uh, I have gotcha. uh, two social media callouts from them yeah. over the month, yeah. and every episode this month there will be a pre-recorded mess, like, ad, like There's basically an ad, yeah. ad yeah. in the episode. Well, that's like what we do. Yeah, I mean, we do, we do the same thing. We do ads in our show, and then we put ads right. on our social media, and then and we that's put ads. a set yeah. price, yeah. correct? And he's willing. Yeah, it to, is. To and if you want to know about that set price, you can send us your emails to at <laughs> hh That's our Twitter, but you can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and put deuce in the subject line, and I will answer those questions because we're always <laughs> looking for new sponsors. Yes. Right, and so if you're a a publisher that doesn't mind dealing with that, yeah, you got that. Yeah. But then you have people like questionable content, whereas ads are running thirty bucks a month. Yeah. That's how much each little spot is. He doesn't have to deal with any of that. Right. Yeah. Project Wonderful handles that for him. And plus he's probably making more money now than the thirty bucks a month. Like Well, that's for yeah. one ad space. Right. Yeah. Out of like the five on his page. Sure. Yeah. But still, I mean, like He's probably making more off the people doing Project Wonderful than if I, like, if I said screw it, I'm gonna buy us an ad for the month for thirty bucks and put it on his site right. to get more people coming to the podcast. You know, I, he's probably like, oh crap, that guy. I'm getting thirty bucks, but that's it. But with the the other website you're talking about, he might be get, able to get a lot more because they keep outbidding themselves. Does that make any right. sense? No, perfectly. Yeah. So yeah. If for something like I put so, like something on questionable content goes viral. Yeah, gets a lot of hits. Immediately, yeah. people will go. That's getting a lot of activity right now. I'll pay forty cent, uh, forty yeah. bucks a, a month, a day. I'll pay yeah. fifty. Yeah. Like it. So that based off the supply yeah. and demand, basically, yeah, sure. so yeah. it will raise. Yeah. Meanwhile, if the spiel does something that goes viral, well, I've already paid my thirty bucks. Well, I'm done. And that's and that's <laughs> kind yeah. of the thing I like sure. because me, I mean, trust me, we love this show. This is our full time second job, but. Like, I, I wouldn't have the time to sit there and, like, watch this shit to see, like, oh, do I need to to, to outbid more or, you know. Well, that's I'd if rather you're, just pay That's if fee. you're an advertiser ver- versus if you have ads on right. here. Yeah. If you're, if you are, if you, yeah, yeah. So because like, you can see yourselves as publishers. Right. You could put ads on the Happy Hour website. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. But what I'm saying is, like, right. If you want to advertise, if I want a questionable content or whatever, like, I, there's too much like juggling. Does that make sense? Like, perfectly. And yeah. that's what I've been dealing. This is my first yeah. time ever working with Project uh, Project Wonderful. Yeah. We already had a set budget that we were working with, so I already yeah. put it. I'm fortunately like I don't care. I yeah. just I know that I'm for this advertisement the, yeah. for mm-hmm. for this campaign. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Yeah, sure. I am front loading everything. I'm like, yeah, sure. cool, ten bucks, five bucks, whatever. Yeah, just right. make sure that I'm on there right. for yeah, the like next few the days. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Once the money runs out, cool, I'm done. Yeah. I've done my advertising. Let's yeah. move on to what I'm doing next. Well, no, and that makes and sense. It's different than yeah. a podcast where yeah. it's like you regularly need to be, draw yeah. in more. And sure. See, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, it, it's with us, it's kind of the opposite because it's a marathon. So, and also. I don't want to have to deal with when I'm at my real job, like my phone going off and being right. like, oh, you got to outbid. And I'm like, I ain't got time for this shit. Like, I'm, you know, I got to make sure, you know, there's food in the refrigerator and beer in the fridge. So, But it's know. also if it's it's if you have like I have I'm getting tons of messages of being outbid. Yeah. But I'm literally on like 80 separate Web pages right now. Oh, OK. Like the whole approach to load a dice is. 
forget buckshot. the name. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just yeah. As wide a net as possible. Yeah. Right. I don't want anyone in their net not hearing about loaded yeah. dice. Right. That's the whole goal. Even yeah. if you like just hear about it and then right. later go, okay, fuck, what is this about? I've heard yeah. I've heard it everywhere. Right. That's what I wanted. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So so you already have an established web a website, uh, Screech. Uh, Screechdragonstudios.com. That's a website. Dot com. No, no. What's on that right now? On that right now, well, what was on there for a month was basically just a timer saying X number of days, minutes, right. hours, seconds until the ca- campaign. Right. Now we have the pitch video. Right. Yeah. Right below it is a direct link to the Kickstarter. Okay. And right. below that is a counter until the campaign is over. Right. Okay. As well as images of the glasses with information on the glasses. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you see, because I, I really love the artwork uh, that Matt has done, do you see it turning into, like, using the loaded dice as, like, an actual business to sell T-shirts and hats and bumper stickers and stuff like that? Or is that something that you don't want to touch? We would love that. We were talking about how cool would it be to make this whole brand of basically gamers who drink right where we have coasters we have t-shirts they we make have... it like the yeti where it's like right. everybody and their brothers got you know the yeti cups but now you don't just have the yeti cup you've got stickers on your truck that say yeti you've got the baseball cap that says yeti you've got yeti t-shirts like you make the brand i'm not gonna lie that the the, the, the yeah. d20 would look dope on a t-shirt i'm just saying yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> one of the early stretch goals may be everyone gets a free loaded dice sticker. Okay, cool. Even if you only give us one dollar, right? That's not bad. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is you got to think that's twofold because everybody who gets that T-shirt. Of course, they're going to wear it. So that's advertising exactly. for you. So right. that's, I mean, bingo, bango, bongo. That's how you make the money. Yeah, so. exactly. But I didn't know if that was like a, a, a thing you guys were thinking about. Like once the this Kickstarter is successful and you start really selling selling the cups, uh, the glasses, that you're able to like branch off because you have the yeah. you have the Screech Dragon Studios because uh, you're actually wearing a shirt. Yes, yeah. I yeah. Am. So. People also want. designed by none other than Matt Nicholson. Right, nice. it's really cool. So I didn't know if you guys are had that plan for the future to be able to like have another stream like there where you're like, oh, we have the Screech uh, Dragon Studios uh, brand and the logo and the shirts there. But also, we have the loaded dice. If that's something that you guys would, be we would love that. The difficulty with T-shirts is carrying stock. Right. Well, it's stock and also printing's a son of a bitch. Exactly. That's why I like because you gotta like print a bunch to really exactly. Get the bang that's for your that's bunch. precisely right. It. It's like yeah. I need to print three hundred to really get a good deal because right. then I'm getting them at like three dollars a shirt. But now I've got three hundred t-shirts sitting around. Exactly. Well, and, and I just spent you know d- don't. Doesn't a lot of company, a lot, a lot of artists go through like Redbubble and all these other places? Yeah, that they but do, the quality but the of the shirts. The is yeah. very well, good. a the quality of the shirts suffer, yeah. and b. Um, it's print to order, so you're not making much profit off of that. No, you're way better just going to a printing shop and saying, this is my idea for the shirt. This is the kind of T-shirt I want it on. I want this many. What's the best deal you can give me and shop it around? That's what I had to do with our shirts Right. when I did all that stuff, Right. which I'm telling you right now, you 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 are are losing money by not making. You need to make a patch of that, so they like an iron on patch and put on a trucker hat. Because <laughs> I tell you right now, on the weekends, I've got like a metric fuck ton of trucker hats that I wear everywhere, and like that's a perfect. And the cool thing is, you can put it on a trucker hat. People can put it on you know their jackets or whatever. Right. And, and there's also, a lot of cool so things with it. if you look at the dice, yeah. the symbol the twenty is in yeah. is the size, the shape of a a d twenty. 
So, as you can guess, yeah. on all the different glasses, that shape changes ba- to look like... The, the right. size of it, because I liked right. it, because like with the D4, it was like it's the a little, little triangle. Right. Like each one, so when you look at it, you can know, you can match the dice up to what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Which, after you've had a couple, you might actually need that as a frame of reference <laughs> to actually, okay, this is a dice, which right. one? You know, and right. look at it. So, let, let, so, let's make sure we go back and rewind a little bit. Your Kickstarter... It ends. Is a certain end date on your October sixth. October sixth. So yeah. we want you, the happy hour listeners, to go to the Kickstarter, yeah. and we're going to put that in the description of this audio. We're also going to do a really cool Instagram ad. Yeah. Just because you came on, we're going to do an Instagram ad for Yay. free. No, no charge to you. Yeah. We're going to throw an Instagram ad, ad on there, and it's going to be on all the social media as well. So people can go on there. They'll see the Kickstarter on there as well, and go check it out. And uh, it's called the Loaded Dice, and it's. We see them firsthand. They're amazing. The quality is fantastic. Yeah. Get from our mouths. It's fantastic. It is. And uh, they, I they mean, do some selfers like I. I. I gotta admit, I was surprised for the quality. Of yeah, this. I, yeah, I, I, did, really I came in. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be a dick real quick, but this is like ten times better." Yeah, the quality is like fantastic. <laughs> because like, this yeah. is the thing. Like, because I told you, I collect. Well, you know, you've seen my house. Yeah. I collect pint glasses. He and, does. And when I rolled my thumb over it, it it would stick, and that's when I know that's some thick paint. Like. Yep. Because I bought some pint glasses, maybe looking at UWWE, uh, <laughs> that like when I rubbed it, I was like, ooh, if my fingernail barely touches this, it's going to knock the paint off. Right. So. Uh, and as I told you over the over the break, yeah. um, those are 100% microwave safe. Oh, nice. Dishwasher safe. Yeah. And will be able to last several years of heavy use. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear, though. Yeah. Um, so definitely go go to check out the Kickstarter. Is there anything else you want to tell our listening audience at home? I mean, that's that's it. Go to ScreechDragonStudios.com. Go to the Kickstarter. Um, there you can find links to all our other social media. And uh, we love you. Yes. So definitely go do that. Um, and also, like you said, we're going to have a description in the audio. We're going to do an Instagram ad as well that will have yeah. the link. So we go, really appreciate go that. Go check that. No yeah, worries, awesome. Man. We Anytime. love to support people. And if and you got any more projects. Yep, any more out. projects. Oh, Time trot- Trotters. Time Trotters. When it comes back, you come back. I will back be in, on the air. Because we want to yeah. Yeah, check that out. So definitely <laughs> have us. We'll have that a, game. So, <laughs> so Matt and I, we, we, we've designed uh, six games now. Okay. And they all have a common thread of all being very backstabby. Okay. So we're, we've made this unofficial uh, slogan of uh, have fun losing your friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, but that's kind of like, those are the games I like Me is too. the backstabby games right. because then you don't know where it's coming from. Right. Like, almost like those better than the objective games. Like, I've got to take this or I've got to Well, that's this. why I love uh, One so. Night Ultimate Werewolf because, like, I... By nature, I have a hard time. If for those that don't play the game, one of you is the werewolf, and you're trying as a werewolf to prove that you're not the werewolf. Because obviously, if you're the werewolf, because that's the ultimate goal is not to people to pick you as a werewolf because yeah. then they win. So it sounds it's like, a lot like Secret Hitler. Yeah, right, it's very it's similar. A, yeah. It's, yeah, we call those hidden agenda games. Hidden yeah, agenda so it's games. the same thing, and you have you have two people like hunters or whatever that are trying to find the trying to find them as well. And then and then depending on what type of cards you have, you have people that are against you or with you or on your yeah. team depending on what. Card they drew so yeah. it's kind of the same idea and it's really interesting because i by nature i'm a really honest person so it's very difficult for me to lie yeah and so when i play those games it's really challenging and really kind of makes me think so i love games like that where it's kind of like you're you know you could backstab other people and and yeah. you could, i i one time i was in a game where i had people people 
made the other person think they are the werewolf, even though they they were their werewolf. They <laughs> were like, a hot minute, they, they were make, like, yeah, maybe, wait, maybe, wait a minute, maybe, maybe, maybe I am maybe the, I am the werewolf. werewolf, and it was really funny because it's just funny. So, but yeah, I love that stuff. So definitely, when you have time trotters, you know, the beta or whatever. Bring it on. We want to. We want to see what it looks like. We want to talk yeah. about it. Well, the game that maybe finished first is also a little game called Robots. Okay. okay, and that's less backstabby. That's just a fun little short game okay. where you're all building robots. Except okay. they're they're bits and pieces of robots. It's a drafting game. It's also a card game. Okay. Uh, so there's body parts. So there's a head, a body, two different arms, but yeah. they're interchangeable, so it doesn't matter what size side sure. they're on. And legs. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to draft the body parts to get a complete robot okay you still get points if you have an incomplete robot but if you have a complete robot and a matching robot you get the most amount of points okay awesome so we'll have you back on uh, i love it for that as well so jason jason like the movie john carter john story yes real quick i'm sorry that i keep interjecting with fun sure yeah uh i got to go see the movie for free Oh, did you really? Because my name is John Carter. That's really? awesome. Would have Warner Brothers send you a ticket? Well, it was Disney, okay. and it was a a online promotion that anyone who legally had the name John Carter was it really could go see the movie I for did not free. Know that? So it was really weird going. Like I was walking to theaters. Now, John Carter and Mars, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw a guy just sitting there looking around, like John Carter. He's like John Carter. Like yeah. we just did this whole <laughs> little jokey thing. And as I sat down in the theater, I had just had this weird feel of like. I'm in a theater full of John Carters. What if this is a trap? What if someone, what if someone was like corralling us? Yes. <laughs> because the they were trying to find the one John Carter yeah. like yes. out of all of y'all. That's hilarious. Which, by the way, very underrated movie. Seriously, yeah, underrated. Like, I love that movie, and I was like, it just totally got just the, shit the, on. I really like. I actually really enjoyed the movie too. I think the problem was is they went a little the over marketing they, was well. Not they went good. a little over budget too, and that that hurt a little it bit. It went over budget, and they didn't like. There was some marketing, but they didn't market they did. well. No, yeah. because they first. It was John Carter, and then they finally embraced it, and like near the end, said it was John Carter or Mars. But like the first two or three trailers, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because yeah, I, right. I didn't know anything about the John Carter books, and right, John Carter right. or Mars. So, but once they gave it, started calling it John Carter or Mars, I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is, <laughs> yeah. is kind of interesting. Yeah. So I mean, they they oh boy. so go check out John Carter as well. Yeah, the the movie the and movie. the guy and who the actually person. and the person who actually makes uh, who's part of the team of Screech Dragon Studios. Yeah, he yeah. got it. Yay! Yeah. So there you go, Screech. I mean, <laughs> working this whole episode time. to get it. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. Check out the loaded dice and sure. uh, and go go check out the Kickstarter and uh, fund it. So let's get it started. And speaking of checking out, where you can check out us us out at is at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Also don't forget to go to Facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and give us a like. And when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces on the loose. Later. See ya. Bye.